Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing, and for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening, am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast Growing Trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. It's December 7th. You're listening to the President's Daily Brief. I'm your host and former CIA officer, Brian Dean Wright. Your morning intel starts now. A good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. I've got four briefs for you this morning that are shaping America and the world. First, secret material leaked yesterday about the Mexican military with important implications for America's security. Second, the company Chevron is taking control of an oil production facility in Venezuela this morning, and that could impact your pocketbook. Third, if you enjoy wide open spaces in the American West, you won't be able to enjoy that for much longer. I'll explain why you will see solar panels instead. Fourth, America is experiencing record cases of the flu. I'll explain why. And it has to do with COVID lockdowns. And speaking of, we later close out the podcast with some breaking news overnight about COVID vaccine mandates and the U.S. military. But before we get to that, we got to get started with this. Hacked material out of Mexico this morning is showing how impossible it is to trust the Mexican government to take down cartels. And that has important implications as America fights to secure its border and stop illegal drugs and migration. So here's what we know, according to the media outlet Vice and Mexico's news magazine Rio Doce. So earlier this year, the hacking group Guacamaya targeted the servers of Mexico's Ministry of Defense. They managed to capture six terabytes of confidential information about a whole bunch of things, from the Mexican president's undisclosed heart attack to endemic corruption within the military. Now, that corruption included the Mexican military selling weaponry and tactical equipment to cartel members. So that much we knew, and I briefed you on it previously. But to that list of corruption, we can add this. Back in March of 2016, America's Drug Enforcement Agency, or DEA, got a lead. They found out that the sons of a cartel leader named El Chapo were traveling to the Mexican city of Mazatlan. Now, those sons were no ordinary family members. They were intimately involved in their father's cartel business to such an extent that the U.S. government still has a $5 million reward on their heads. At any rate, the DEA knew that the boys were traveling and asked their partners in Mexico to help track and arrest them. Specifically, a DEA agent named Matthew Emmerich sent an email to an unnamed Mexican army captain saying, quote, Tomorrow we will get all of the information about the trip, but if we get that info, would you be able to have a team provide surveillance on the ground? End quote. To which the Mexican army captain explained that although his supervisors considered the young men to be of interest, 
they didn't have an arrest warrant for their detention, which wasn't true. But regardless, the Mexican officials said, quote, it's better to wait for another chance when we can find more evidence, end quote. So the DEA official was polite, but he clearly could not believe what he was reading. So he reminded the Mexicans that, in fact, there was a warrant for the arrest and extradition of both sons. Still, the Mexican officials were unmoved. And with that, the boys took their vacation to Mazatlan and their criminality continued. So what explains that decision by the Mexican army? Well, it could be incompetence or fear, maybe bureaucratic inertia, or maybe it's because the Mexican minister of defense at the time was collaborating with at least one Mexican cartel. According to the U.S. Department of Justice, General Salvador Cienfuegos, the then Mexican minister of defense, was working on behalf of a very violent cartel called H2. The cartel even gave him a nickname, the Godfather. As made clear in U.S. court records, Cienfuegos was taking bribes from at least one cartel in order to let them operate without fear of persecution. And that meant that they could operate their drug distribution centers in places where you live, in places like Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Ohio, Minnesota, North Carolina, and New York. So Minister Cienfuegos was arrested by U.S. authorities in California, actually, back in 2020. But Mexico's president, the man that's still president now, well, he was outraged by that arrest. He demanded that Minister Cienfuegos be returned without being prosecuted in the U.S. And unbelievably, he was. Now, Mexico's president promised to prosecute Cienfuegos when he got back home, but the president lied. And now Cienfuegos is free. And just to make sure that we're all tracking here, Mexico's president, his last name is Lopez Obrador, he's still the president of Mexico. And he is most well known for his cartel policy that he has nicknamed hugs, not bullets, meaning that he wants negotiations and diplomacy with these cartels, not fights or imprisonment. So that summarizes the facts and data this morning of this latest leaked material out of Mexico. Let's now pivot to our analysis and opinion and what this means for America and you. So during yesterday's brief, I emphasized that America's foreign policy for Mexico and Central America right now, at least under Joe Biden, is largely focused on one goal, working with the leaders of these countries to address the root causes of their problems. In other words, Joe Biden believes that if the leaders will just tackle things like corruption and crime, gangs and poverty, then the illegal migrants and the drugs pouring across America's border will somehow slow to a trickle. Now, I said yesterday that such was unlikely, but I think that we can now say pretty firmly that it is, well, impossible. And that's because Mexico's government, to include the current president, is compromised. Frankly, I think we could probably say corrupt and the army, too. They are just no different than their colleagues in Honduras and El Salvador. And there's just no amount of wishful thinking that is going to change that. The question then is, what can America do? What are America's options if we don't have faithful partners in Mexico or Central America to address those root causes and fix the problems that so then terribly affect us? Well, if I were your advisor, my counsel to you would be this. Do the things that we have control over. For instance, lock down the border with better walls and fences, more border patrol agents, faster deportation processes. And when it comes to the cartels, start killing them. 
Now, I don't say that with joy or bravado. Instead, I think of this issue and our southern neighbor sort of like the country of Israel thinks of jihadists. There's just no negotiation with these people, with these cartels. You just have to kill them. It's an everyday war that unfortunately has no real end until at least the government in Mexico City reforms itself. So we just have to keep at it, killing those who seek to kill or harm us, no matter how long that takes. With that, let's move on to our second brief of the morning. And let's actually stay south of the border, but go all the way to the country of Venezuela. That's where, as of this morning, the American corporation Chevron will be meeting with local government officials, all to take control of operations of a key Venezuelan oil processing facility. It comes after the U.S. government agreed last week to grant Chevron a special six-month license authorizing it to pump crude oil out of that South American country to be refined in the United States. Now, to understand why this morning's transfer of control is so important and why it's happening, let me give you some quick history. So Venezuela is rich in oil, specifically a heavy crude grade that's pretty popular amongst U.S. refiners for producing products for things like asphalt and motor fuels. Well, in the past, those refiners used to buy a lot of Venezuela's oil, either from the state-owned companies or by foreign outfits like Chevron, who operated there. Unfortunately, that country fell under the control of a socialist government back in the late 1990s, first by a man named Hugo Chavez, and then his replacement, Nicolas Maduro. Now, over those past many years, governments from around the world have slapped sanctions on Venezuela for a whole host of abuses that those socialist presidents have caused their people. That includes things like sham elections and targeting of a political opposition. Those sanctions and poor management of the economy led that country to just truly fall apart. To give you but one example of how bad it's gotten, inflation over the past year in Venezuela was at 155%. That's according to the government's official data. And it's been like that for years. And that's led to just utter misery amongst the average Venezuelan. And it helps explain why so many have tried to come to America illegally over the past number of years. At any rate, there have been ongoing negotiations between the Maduro government and the opposition party to include the man that some recognize as the legitimate president of Venezuela, a fellow named Juan Guaido. To help encourage those negotiations, the United States under Joe Biden agreed to a preliminary deal recently. And here's the deal. Chevron will be allowed to resume pumping oil from its Venezuelan oil fields. Part of those proceeds will go directly to Chevron. It's owed upwards of a couple billion dollars, at least by some accounts. And then the rest will go to a new humanitarian fund operated by the United Nations. That will help the Venezuelan people buy things like food and medicine and electricity. That'll also help Venezuela's state oil company, which hasn't been able to maintain its equipment for years and is in desperate need of updates. Chevron has said that they'll do some fixing, but not too much until they properly collect on all that debt. So that's what's happening today. Chevron officials are formally taking control over the operations at the Jose Petrochemical Complex in Northeast Venezuela. That's according, by the way, to Reuters News Service. The first shipment of Venezuela oil, around 1 million barrels, is expected to be loaded up later this month. 
Now, analysts expect that Chevron will probably be able to quadruple production, best case scenario, although exact levels remain to be seen given the short six-month window in which they are supposed to be operating. So what does this all mean for you? Why should you care? Well, let's briefly move on now from facts and data to analysis and opinion. Well, first, more supply in the global oil marketplace generally means that prices for oil products should come down. Eventually, that will probably happen, and eventually it'll probably help your pocketbook. Although I wouldn't expect to see that for another good three to six months, at least. Still, if the six-month deal holds, and if it's extended, it could lead to greater benefit for you and lots of other Americans. But it would be bad news for countries like Russia. Which gets to my second observation this morning. With more oil supply coming online globally, that could decrease prices that Russia can fetch for its oil, which in turn will hamper its ability to fund its war in Ukraine. Now, it's true that there are a lot of variables at play here, especially if China and India keep their buying of Russian oil. Finally, folks, I would offer you all one last thing to consider. Joe Biden has promised to bankrupt America's oil and gas industry to help end or reverse climate change. So it's a little bit bizarre to see him so deeply committed to helping Venezuela's oil industry, even if that money is going to humanitarian causes. You know, maybe there's another play here. For instance, maybe Biden thinks that if Venezuela is less of a toilet bowl, I guess we could probably say, Fewer people from that country, perhaps, will try to get into ours. Okay, well, maybe, but I'm not so sure that that's true. Joe Biden doesn't exactly seem to care a whole lot about the immigration crisis. In fact, he says there isn't one. So all in all, folks, I'll keep an eye on oil production numbers coming out of Venezuela in the next number of months. Plus, if the deal here gets extended beyond six months. Also, I'm watching for whether the peace negotiations will result in any meaningful changes in the capital city of Caracas, because if so, that would likely lessen the flow of illegal migrants, and more importantly, ease the suffering for a whole bunch of very wonderful people in Venezuela. With that, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a quick break. For my paid subscribers on the Apple podcast platform, no ads for you coming up. And by the way, Let me know if there are any hiccups with that. For everybody else, we will be back in a couple of minutes. And when we come back, two more critical pieces of news for you. We'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, once again, Pure Talk is investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. Now, you've heard me talk about Pure Talk before, right? How they provide excellent coverage and service with industry-beating rates. And now... I'm happy to announce that Pure Talk is also providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. Look, that's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Bring your phone and PureTalk's eSIM technology makes switching so simple. Or you can get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch to the cell phone company that I know will provide you with outstanding service and value. PureTalk. Just go to puretalk.com slash baker, that's B-A-K-E-R, just like you imagined, to start saving today. And when you do, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, visit puretalk.com slash baker to start saving on wireless at home and abroad. 
Mike Baker here. I want to take just a minute to talk about something of real importance to you and your family's financial well-being, and that's life insurance. Look, I know it's not everyone's favorite topic, and, and a lot of folks avoid talking about it or they put it off thinking it's too costly or too complicated or you'll get to it some other day. And it's true, finding the right policy on your own can be time-consuming and complex. But I'm here to tell you, life insurance is an important safety net for your family. And that's why I'm happy to tell you about Policy Genius. Policy Genius is the country's leading online insurance marketplace. It saves you time and money so you can provide your family with a financial safety net starting today. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, for me, having an appropriate life insurance policy, well, it means less stress, less worry. I know that my amazing wife and our kids will be properly taken care of and provided for should something happen to me. Now, back when I was in the market for life insurance, and that was a while back, I did my searching the old-fashioned way. Lots of telephone calls, paperwork, faxes, maybe even a beeper. I would have loved to have Policy Genius to streamline the whole process. Policy Genius helps you compare all your options from top companies and provides a team of unbiased, licensed experts to walk you through the decision making. You can compare quotes with just a few clicks, find just the right policy, and Bob's your uncle. And they've got thousands of five star reviews on Google and Trustpilot from customers who found the best fit for their needs. Check life insurance off your to do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Welcome back to the PDB. I've got two more critical pieces of news for you this morning. First, if you like pastoral views of wide open spaces in the American West, you might want to go take some pictures of it because America is about to lose a whole bunch of it. The Biden administration announced yesterday that it is looking to aggressively expand the production of solar and wind energy facilities in the western United States. The Bureau of Land Management said it is working on a new plan to accelerate what they're calling, quote, responsible solar energy development, end quote, all on federally owned land. In fact, they're already starting to review three proposed solar projects in Arizona. Now, some folks might not be aware of what a big deal this is, but let me explain why it is. The federal government owns about 28% of all U.S. land, most of which is concentrated in western states. In fact, the feds own more than half of the land in Nevada, Utah, Idaho, Alaska, and Oregon. So it is in those states, in the beautiful expanses of forests and plains and deserts, that you will soon see hundreds of miles of solar panels and wind turbines or both. So officials are citing climate change as the reason for this move. They're also saying that building these structures in pristine nature is actually a demonstration of good conservation and proper stewardship. In fact, both the Interior Secretary and her Principal Deputy Assistant Secretary said that it was, quote, undeniably good, end quote, that they were doing this. According to Fox News, the first three solar projects in Arizona will be built on about 8,000 acres of federally owned land. There are also another 65 utility scale projects that they're looking at, and that includes transmission lines. By the way, it's not just in the states that I mentioned earlier that you will see these new solar, wind, and transmission lines. 
The BLM is saying that they're also looking at projects in California, Colorado, and New Mexico, too. So the goal here is to speed up what they're calling responsible solar development all throughout the West. So there you have it, my friends. Get those cameras out and enjoy nature all before it's destroyed. And all for green energy, or more accurately said, dirty green energy. Let's pivot now to our final brief of the morning. And this one has to do with an alarming increase of flu cases around the country. But first, let's talk some numbers. In the week ending November 26th, more than 34,000 positive flu tests were reported to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, or CDC. That's more positive flu tests than have been reported in any single week during any flu season on record. Moreover, the trajectory of new cases, in other words, the speed at which they're increasing, it's just incredible. I wish I could show you the chart here. We have more cases earlier in the flu season than in some of our very worst flu seasons ever. It's just incredible. And it's showing up at the nation's hospitals as well. If you believe the CDC director here, she reported yesterday that there have been 78,000 flu hospitalizations this season, which is the highest recorded in over a decade. Now, in keeping with past years, the rates of hospitalization are highest amongst those age 65 and older. But the real story here is why. Why are we seeing these rates this year? Well, it all comes down to an issue that I started warning you all about last summer, May 26th and June 1st to be specific. I called it lazy immune system syndrome, as it were, but the medical community is now calling it immunity deficit or immunity debt. And here's what that means with some quick history. As we all painfully know, public health officials and politicians decided during the COVID pandemic to lock us all up and away from each other. Now, that quarantine lasted for, well, years. Schools shut down. Old folks kept at a distance. Masks and social distancing rules were forced on everyone, everywhere. Well, whatever you think of all that, one of the results was that our immune systems were not challenged as they normally would be by things like colds and flus and other modest viruses. And as I explained last summer, that's really bad because our immune systems, especially as kids, well, they need to be challenged with these sort of run-of-the-mill bugs. It builds up antibodies. It builds immune memory so that we better fight off life's general sicknesses in the years to come. But again, that didn't happen because these public health officials and politicians locked us up. And now as we all get back to normal, our immune systems are out of practice. A little bit lazy, if you will. There's an immunity debt or an immunity deficit. So for what it's worth, I'm aware that some folks out there are saying that these increases in the flu are probably due as well to too many people getting too many COVID boosters, which has perversely damaged their immune systems. And while there is well-established data that too many boosters are in fact very bad for our immune systems, I'm waiting on more data to confirm that that is the case here. So far, I haven't seen it. So for folks who are interested, you might want to go check out a flu shot. Meanwhile, when this episode is over, might I also suggest that you go check out the briefs from May 26th and June 1st. Some good information there about the flu and another virus called RSV. Regardless, I'll keep you posted on any more data or research that helps explain the severity of this outbreak. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we conclude your morning brief. But I've got one more thing before I let you go. 
We'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Did you know that a recent survey found that 7 in 10 parents get an average of three hours of sleep a night in their baby's first year? I don't know. That sounds like, like a lot more sleep than we got during our baby's first year. Mothers, you deserve quality sleep. And here's how you can make that happen. Cozy Earth. Discover the secret to better sleep with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding products. And now here's an exclusive Mother's Day. Don't forget Mother's Day is coming up. It's a Mother's Day offer just for our listeners. Use code PDB for 35% off at CozyEarth.com. Cozy Earth bedding products are crafted with temperature-regulating technology. It's adapting to your body's needs through all phases of motherhood. They use only the very best fabrics, materials, and weaves, offering superior softness that invites you to sink into a world of comfort. We use these sheets of the Baker compound, and I am telling you, they are terrific. And Cozy Earth stands by the quality and longevity of its products. Enjoy a 100-night sleep trial and a 10-year warranty on all purchases. That's a 10-year warranty. Built to last through the hardest days and the longest nights of motherhood. Incorporating Cozy Earth products into your self-care routine can enhance sleep quality and overall wellness. This Mother's Day, treat your mom to the luxury, come on, she deserves, with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear. Head over to CozyEarth.com and use promo code PDB for 35% off. After placing your order, select Podcast in the survey and then select PDB in the drop-down menu that follows. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, we made it through winter. Look at that. And spring, well, it's in full bloom, which, of course, means summer is just around the corner. You see how I figured that out? And that means more time spent outdoors. Not to mention, you got to get into summer shape, huh? Factor can help you spend less time in the kitchen and make sure you're eating well and meeting your wellness goals. Factors, no prep, no mess meals, save time, and help with getting and keeping you in great shape for summer, thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors, fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. Seriously, it's going to be beach time soon. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking or cleaning up. Factor is part of our meal routine at the Baker Compound. And I can tell you, food is delicious and it's a complete time saver. Head to factormeals.com slash PDB50, that's five zero, and use code PDB50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code PDB50 at factormeals.com slash PDB50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Welcome back to the PDB, folks. I've got one more thing before I let you go. Late last night, negotiators in the U.S. House of Representatives announced that the annual defense bill will include a provision that forces the Biden administration to drop its COVID vaccine mandate for our folks in the military. Now, this will probably be a pretty hot topic today. So I wanted to offer you a couple things to help frame the conversation. So first, remember that just two weeks ago, the CDC released a study showing the efficacy of the COVID booster shots. And what it showed was that the shots were only 43% effective at preventing mild illness for adults aged 49 and under. That efficacy drops further to 22% protective in adults aged 65 and up. Second, 
Remember that when COVID hospitalizes someone, the overwhelming profile of that person is someone who is obese. Somewhere in the neighborhood of 70 plus percent, in fact, of people who are hospitalized are obese. So you put those two facts together, that these boosters do not work well, and that COVID targets mostly obese people for serious sickness. Well, I want you to think about that as you think about the young men and women in our military. Are these kids at risk? And will these shots help them manage that risk? Well, the answer is no on both counts. That's just what the data show. Anyway, just something for you all to consider for today's maybe heated conversations. Hopefully not. Regardless, good luck. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes your morning brief. As always, we close out the show reminding each other of why we are here talking about our country and our world. It's the creed of every good spy and every smart American. It's from John chapter 8, verse 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Good day. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast, politics by faith.